Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 57. Are you working towards your ideal future or someone else's? What you came here for is not necessarily what you've been taught. I did this as a weekly letter. Many of you who subscribe to the podcast know I also write a weekly newsletter. I call it a weekly letter called Permissionless. And so this was yesterday's letter that went out. And I liked it so much that I wanted to turn it into a podcast a podcast episode. And so some of you might be listening to this for a second time because when you read the letter, you can also um, listen to the audio with it. Uh, and of course, I'll throw in some asides to make it worthwhile to listen to this again. But I thought this was very ideal. And it's sharing something with you that I have personally experienced and why my life has changed so much and continues to change so much. So I'm going to jump right into it. I said nearly three years ago, I completed an exercise called the average perfect day. The goal was simple. Answer roughly 23 questions that define your day. From the moment you wake up to what you do for breakfast, from where you live, the smells in your home, and who you spend time with. And from what you do for work or business to how you spend your afternoons and evenings and more. On the surface, it seems like a simple exercise, and it is, but it's more than that because it's examining your senses, your vision, your imagination, and your soul. Simple, but also highly reflective, introspective, and eye-opening. And I want to take a moment here to talk about that because we often don't take enough time to really think about what we want. Yeah, we think we know what we want, but a lot of times that's coming from an external operating program that we've just basically been living under from being human and living on earth and constantly in an external, you know, visual world that's constantly dictating, this is what you want, this is what you want. Is it? Do you really know what you want? Now, we are all meant to live an abundant life, but not one that's chased, but one that's a byproduct of what we think abundance looks like for us and and how we feel and 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 what we want to spend our time on and, and our energy right so i said when we slow down to imagine a life of fulfillment peace and purpose it can take a few moments because of all of the other stuff we've been quote unquote taught to focus on on top of that imagining a life by design comes with an array of thoughts such as how will it all come together is that really possible what do i even really want Am I being realistic? What is realistic, right? Like you can sit there and think like, oh, I don't know that. You, you can get imposter syndrome. Well, how, how am I going to get all of that? I don't even know where it's going to come from. None of that matters as much as having direction and clarity. And so the fact is society is so used to going, going, going without really having a direction that slowing down to ask for directions seems counterintuitive when it's the one of the exact things you should be doing. Asking yourself, Asking your intuition, asking your soul, asking God. If it's one thing I can tell you about doing this average perfect day exercise, it's this. Feeling into an ideal life and knowing how I'd like to spend my days brings such immense clarity on what decisions I'm making, how I'm architecting my world, and how I'm using my time. Peace, therefore, 
is a verb. An act of will and dedication to my life as well as how it affects others around me and the world as a whole. An intentional life is what we're here for, not one on default setting granted to us by society. However, I will note that the responsibility is all on us as individuals. We're here to tap in, to be driven by our uniqueness and diversity of our souls. But that also means we cannot delegate our decision-making, our God-given rights and freedoms, our career paths, or our purpose to the external. It will never work. It will always be one of stress. It will always be one of um, tension and, uh, you know, something not feeling whole or right, which is why you get people who acquire a lot of things and still feel out of alignment or something's missing. Everybody wants freedom, but freedom starts at the individual level, not the collective. So how do we quote unquote, architect our world, understand abundance, create peace within ourselves, navigate creativity and live in the journey, not the destination. I'm sure there's several ways out there. I just wanted to share a few of the thoughts that I thought might help. I'm going to talk about each of them in their own section as well, too. So the first one I said was reverse engineer everything when it comes to your life. Work, rest, play, money, creativity, relationships, time, purpose, everything. Two, you're not behind if you create your own path instead of following everyone else's. You are the blueprint. And three, freedom is a responsibility you want to have, especially if you're clear on what you want to have. So let's talk about them, right? Okay, so the first one I said is reverse engineer everything when it comes to your life. I was forever changed by looking at my life from the future brought present. Looking at it through a lens of creation that felt aligned with my soul and living on purpose. My biggest takeaway, you cannot reverse engineer your life unless you have an idea of where it's going. And once you have an idea for direction, you can look at the present and see what you need to change in order to get there right it's really easy when if you know where you want to go like and i'm going to get into this here shortly well i can easily look in the present say this makes sense and this does not this is actually moving towards that this is not you know it you're you're simplifying your decision making and i said here's the beauty in bringing the future to the present it's energy based so many people including my younger self think they'll be happy when they achieve their ideal life, but they don't realize you create your ideal life in real time. What I mean is, if I know my average perfect day consists of good food, the right relationships, conscious conversations, healthy, vibrant living, specific work and business activities, family time and spiritual time, well, then the choices in the schedule I create today should probably evoke that. The moment I developed my average perfect day is the moment I changed my entire daily schedule to reflect this lifestyle. You're just creating you as the canvas in real time. And I have to take another aside on this because so many people are delegating their decision making to external inputs and external authorities and and then also wondering why they're not achieving a life that they want, and then also blaming the world at large, right? So again, the moment I developed my average perfect day is the moment I changed my entire daily schedule to reflect this lifestyle. I changed my morning routines. I evolved my food choices. I spent more time in movement and exercise. I woke up earlier. I started building my business with systems so I can scale my knowledge and time and income. 
I scheduled mornings for deep work and creativity and my afternoons with meetups, walks, and friendly catch-ups. I scheduled my nights with reading, reflection, and friends and family. In essence, from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, my day is filled with actions and decisions that reflect my future self. So the outcomes are inevitable because I'm already living them. The only difference is how my current lifestyle will expand from here. Number two, you are not behind if you create your own path. You are the blueprint. And I had a few thoughts I want to share behind this concept. It's about 10 of them. First, there is no need for comparison when no two souls have the same path. Right? Second, there is no time frame when you're creating from your own lane. Third, your own path is more work than working for someone else. But you'll be grateful, resilient, clear, and you'll take things less personal. Your own path is more work than working for someone else. But it's like take anything from a video game to a sport to chess to an instrument to a relationship to your body to anything that you ever just went all in on. That's your life. Your, your life in totality. It's more work and you want that work. Number four, you can earn your abundance from your gifts, but like any garden, you must plant and cultivate the seeds. Five, time moves faster in your favor when you dedicate all of your energy to your own life instead of spreading yourself too thin amongst everyone else. That's a big one for a lot of you. It was for me. Number six, what you want is real, but society made a box, so you might doubt the reality of your vision. Always trust your gut. Number seven, a schedule keeps you honest with your time, with your activities, with your relationships, with your conversations, with your money, with your business, and with your vision. As the saying goes, show me your habits, quote unquote routines, and I'll show you your future, which was a quote from Mark Batterson. At least that's what it uh, said when I looked it up. I've always liked that quote. Number eight, the only reason others doubt you has nothing to do with your vision. They doubt taking the same risks and trusting their blueprint the way you're trusting yours. That is all that is happening. And that's a very big one for a lot of people because when you are seeking outside validation, but they are not internal to you, they are not your path, they are not your soul, they are not your direction, they are not anything. The greatest advice, um, I was having this conversation with a family member, is the greatest advice sometimes comes from really keen mentors, spiritual advisors I've had from rabbis, others where they don't give you the answer because they know that they're not supposed to. They're only there to ask you very good questions so you can go even further in on yourself. You don't want to doubt yourself and you can't doubt yourself because others doubt you. Often at times, you're making them feel something in themselves by not following their blueprint and you following yours. So you have to be very discerning with that. Number nine, the industrial age taught everyone how to get in line, but not how to draw outside the lines, right? Outside the lines is where innovation, creativity, and freedom exist. Number 10, you are more than the system has in mind for you. Get to work, even if it's not pretty. There's not really ever a starting point. You're just basically putting the pieces together. Pretend that you are going into the garage. You have a full, like you have an entire Ferrari in front of you. I've used this analogy before, but it's all in pieces on the ground. Oh, well, you know the end result is a Ferrari, but it's all in pieces. You're going to figure it out starting from the first few pieces, some YouTube, <laughs> you know, some manuals and some mechanics. You're going to put it together. You're going to ask questions. You're going to figure it out, but you know that it's going to come together. You know what the end result is. So even if it's not pretty, get to work. 
And finally, freedom is a responsibility you want to have, especially if you're clear on what you want to have. When we are clear on what we want, we realize it's not a choice to go after it, but an honor and a responsibility. It's actually fun to be both the canvas and the artist. We're born free, and then society does a heck of a job trying to direct us into replicated set paths. God doesn't work like that. Our souls don't work like that. But we have to seek clarity to better understand this. Society, media, schools, organizations, institutions, and other external players can cloud our ideas of what we actually want for ourselves. Slow down your daily life so you can seek clarity to create a life instead. There is so much freedom in making decisions that feel aligned with you and that create direct results you can feel and experience. Your nervous system becomes calmer. You replace reactions with aligned responses. You feel control of your schedule. You remove ways to non-essentials and time suddenly feels more lived. The secret to having freedom is your daily decisions and doing the work that aligns with what a life looks like for you. But in that responsibility is still work. It can be easy to get riled up over the state of the world because the natural state of the world is chaos. However, and real quick, I want to I want to take a, a time aside right there. When I say the natural world is a state of chaos, it, I don't mean like all falling down, falling apart. Although a lot of the constructs are, but what I'm saying is that in the collective, you have a lot of busyness. You have a lot of people following a system and playing within a system and not necessarily operating intuitively or individual or with their, you know, their own self. And so a lot of the busyness and the go, 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 go is actually creating a lot of fear and drama and problems and all these things, which is ironic because we all have the ability to stop them simply from the doing the work ourselves. And I even say it right here, however, energy you're exerting towards the unfairness and chaos of the world can instead be used towards cultivating freedom and peace within yourself. That makes you a pillar of change. Hence, Gandhi was always right. Be the change you wish to see in the world. I've said this countless times. If everybody that wanted to save the world basically just got their entire own life in order, in, in, in understanding, in clarity, in direction, not perfect, just worked on themselves the world then all interacts from that standpoint instead of who are you trying to correct don't have to correct anybody everybody's correcting themselves and now we are interchanging our healed selves our higher selves our more developed selves our understanding selves our clear selves the answer is simple which is why most still fight the external because the answer can't be simple when you're addicted to the chaos Seek the simple and you'll view your life and the responsibility of your freedom completely different. And then I had three sections that I always do in the newsletter called Simplify, Multiply, Diversify. Simplify, the concept was the magic you're looking for lies in the work you're avoiding. Multiply, time moves faster in your favor when you dedicate all of your energy to your own life instead of spreading yourself too thin amongst everyone else, which I set up above. Uh, or previously. And then finally, in Diversify, I said defining, this is a very important part right here. Defining your average perfect day is not about minimizing yourself to a schedule, but maximizing all the seconds of the day to live a full life. And that is whether or not are you working towards your ideal future or someone else's. And the best part is, is when you are working towards your ideal future, it is actually being lived in the present. I cannot tell you how 
amazing it has been for me um, from doing this average perfect day exercise. Again, if you want to link to it, it's it's in the show notes. I mentioned this like for the last however many podcast episodes. I'm, I'm so wanting people to do this. The average perfect day is actually the first exercise in that um, download. It was really interesting to take everything I was journaling about it and then implementing it in my life in its current state. When you think about the foods and the conscious conversations and what activities are you doing for your business or your work, and I mean, and then you schedule it because you, you have an idea of like, well, no, these are the things that would actually, I would like to do because they're in alignment with what I want to do. Um, it's, not, it's not removing work, it's removing waste. You're in essence replacing waste with intention. And so getting to know what you want is fun when you take the time to do it. And at first it can be a little tricky. There's a lot of people who struggle with that at first, right? Because you're like, well, how, where's it going to come from? Or the imposter syndrome and like, that seems so far-fetched. Is it? When you ask your soul, if your soul knows and it lives limitlessly and it has the capacity to do amazing, great things, is it really impossible? No. The only reason why we sometimes think it's impossible is because we've been operating off of a different operating system that comes from the external that has been very much teaching us this is what you want, this is how you do it, and it's a dog-eat-dog world and all this other suffering and all this other chaos and problems. But that's not the case. That isn't the case. We have to take a step back and look at ourselves and redefine what quote-unquote success looks like for us and what we really want and why. And then that is the answer you're looking for. Because now you're like, oh, this is what I want to be doing. And oh, this opportunity aligns with it. This one doesn't. This is what I want to eat. This is what I don't want to eat. We put in mechanisms to make better decisions for ourselves. So I want you to certainly think about, are you working towards your ideal future or someone else's? Remember what you came here for is not necessarily what's been being taught to us. So take a step back and trust yourself. And as always, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. As always, please write a written review inside of Apple. Again, yes, I know it's in the end credits. Yes, I will constantly ask for it because the consistency of me asking for it is also what helps get the reach of the show. Each of us are actually helping bring the show to more people. And I really want that for the world. So I appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.